This episode of the FS Podcast is brought to you by CBS All Access. Looking for a new streaming service to add so you can watch more stuff? Check out CBS All Access. Hit up infamouspodcast.com slash CBS and you can get a free one-week trial to CBS All Access and check out things like Star Trek Discovery, Picard, Survivor, um, you know, all the other cool stuff that CBS has to offer. Star Trek Discovery, I said that already. You should really watch that. Um, yeah, so hit up infamouspodcast.com slash CBS to learn more. Hey, welcome back to the Infos Podcast. This is Brian. I'm joined by, with, by, Darryl. about, around, some guy named Daryl. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Daryl? Nothing much. How are you doing on this? I would say beautiful Saturday, but it's about to rain. It's going to rain, rain, rain. Anyway, hey, I need you to get an EMP, a van with no windows, and um, a couple circus acrobats who can fit into a small space. (laughs) That's nice. Well, we're doing a heist. Actually, we're talking about heist this week. Um, And and it's funny you said the the rain thing because. Um, I tried to watch Hurricane Heist and oh. yeah, I couldn't get past the first twenty minutes. It was so that was it, like it was like Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, I, the acting was so bad. Yeah, like oh. it was like Sharknado level bad acting. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so so I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get to that. Sorry, yeah, not sorry. All right, so this week we are talking heist movies. Um, we've each picked a few that we really like. Um, actually, I think. We we both picked four of the same movie, um, so <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but we're gonna talk about heists. We're gonna talk about some good heist movies, and then we're gonna talk about some of our favorites. Um, we're gonna talk about the rules of a heist movie, and then the different beats that you get during a heist movie. Does that, that make sense? A lot of fun. It will be fun. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I have been doing nothing but watching heist movies <laughs> since last Thursday. Um, I feel like I'm ready to rob a bank, um, a Federal Reserve, <laughs> get some bonds out of a building. Um, but see, I figured out I figured out where all these people go wrong with their heists. Where's that? They leave witnesses. Well, scorched I mean, earth policy. You got to have a scorched earth policy if you want to get away with this stuff. Just no witnesses, which is sick. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, Lev. Okay, Lev Grossman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anywho. All right. So let's uh, let's talk. Let's let's talk about like heist movies. Like since they've been making movies, and I I should have looked this up. Like um, they there have been heists, like bank robberies, things like that. Um. Oh, I left one off of our list. Um, do you remember the movie The Newton Boys about the train heist with Matthew McConaughey and Skeet Ulrich? Yeah, and, I'm, not, yeah so, I'm not sure um, if I've seen, ever seen that. I, I know exactly the movie you're, you're talking about. That was a that was that was like a really good heist movie back in the '90s. Um, all right, so the first uh, the first heist was actually called a, a film called The Asphalt Jungle. Um, from it was in 1950, um, and it. it single-handedly popularized the genre for mainstream cinema. It features robbers whose personal failings ultimately led to the failure of their robbery, um, which we'll, we'll, we'll touch on with the, the kind of the rules of a heist. 
Um, mm-hmm. I will say, uh, as watching some of these movies, like it's really fun to see. Sometimes they succeed. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you know they get away with it. Sometimes it's a, a major twist. Um, but it, it, they're fun. They're just heist movies are fun. As, as far as escapism goes, um, they're as realistically escapable as you can get. Right. Right. So I don't know. I mean, what are your? I mean, what's your relationship with the heist movie? You know, it's funny you say that. The, you know, you're talking about how you loved heist and everything, and I've never thought of, thought of my, you know, what my opinions are of the genre. And then when you were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, I look back on all the heist movies, and I'm like, there are a ton of heist movies I absolutely love, and I, it's just I never, you know, it's never been one of those things like you know I love you know shoot em- shootouts mm-hmm. i love martial arts movies stuff like that i can say but i've never looked at heist movies and say i just love heist movies except when i look back again at some of these movies on this list and then just just like it's definitely something that like they appeal to me um and like the, you know a couple of the movie beats that i you know we talked about you know beforehand that's one of the reasons why i love them it's just it's just funny i never put a you know actual name to it or you know a feeling to it before you mentioned it yeah yeah so um you know i i think what i like about it is the whole like like i mean they're very formulaic right like a heist a heist movie is very formulaic and and it's always it always kind of follows the same like set of rules that we put together um you pick something to rob right that's the very first thing Mm -hmm. you have to do you have to decide what you're gonna rob but it's not always because like i want to get rich um a lot of times it's like for revenge or for right. chaos or to you know rescue someone from something you know you have to you have to pull something off um so i i i think like you know picking something to rob is, is great but there's always a different motivation and i think that's what makes the right. genre really cool really cool and at 100 and that's one of the, the big things when i mentioned it, it has it's not just a decision it has to be compelling for the audience mm-hmm. uh like you said a lot of times it's revenge sometimes it's hey you know what i have your girl or i have your kid you're gonna have to do this for me right um or or or, you know hey if you don't give me this money uh well you know what's gonna happen to you Mm -hmm. so it has to be something compelling and and again every heist is different you know the the stakes of what it is like revenge the stakes for revenge for me aren't as powerful as the stakes for i'm doing this for myself right because i'm gonna die if not or I'm doing it for someone I love. Mm-hmm. So it's just that compelling reason has to start off. That's how, that's how they me and you know, that's how heist movies capture me. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think I remember watching like, um, the old Bonnie and Clyde movie with Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I was younger and I was like, wow, this is like, this is really cool. And like, I, I don't remember like where I saw it, but, um, you know, that it was, you know, I mean, it's a movie from the sixties and I saw probably when I was like, eight and i was like all right i'm all in and then i remember watching like the original like oceans 11 and uh thomas crown affair and 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 that sort of thing and it it just kind of like snowballed from there um but okay so you pick something to rob and then the next thing you have to do and this is always my favorite part of the heist movies is when they put together their crew yes because it's always it's always (laughs) an argument right (laughs) um right i think uh with like the the remake of Gone in sixty seconds with Nick Cage, um, I I, I kind of love that how he's just 
going through a list of people and calling them up and he's like, oh, he's dead. Oh, he's in jail. Oh, oh, he ran off with somebody to Florida. You know, like it was just it was a really funny thing. But like the, it, 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 what really makes like picking the crew is when they have criteria that they're looking for. Yeah. Um, and nothing. Yeah. And I would say nothing exhibits this better than, again, one of the not original, but one of the most well-known Ocean's Eleven. Mm hmm. Like oh yeah, from the seat, yeah. from the remake to you know the original. Which funny when the first you know when the one with George Clooney came out, I didn't even know there was you know an Ocean's Eleven from the sixties until yeah, maybe a year didn't. or so later. Yeah, I, I, uh, a lot of people didn't know that. And you know what? Um, yeah. they're both they're both different movies, right? I mean, they're mm -hmm. it's the same. I mean, it's a story about a guy named Danny Ocean, but they're, they're both relatively different in in the way they approach the heist which is interesting but i really i mean as much as i really like the first one i really like this is the type of role george clooney should always do oh absolutely right he's the kind of like yeah. down on his luck like super genius um you know i i really enjoyed brad pitt in this movie i love matt damon in oceans 11 and then um yeah. casey affleck and scott con are are probably they steal every scene they're in yeah but like all of them are specialists in one, you know, one at one skill set or another, you know, a particular set of skills. Mm -hmm. Right. I, and I love how they have like the name for them. Like you need a, what I, you know, and I'm totally blanking, but you know, it's like th there's a name yeah. for what they need. Um, and, and, you know, you go from there and you, you find the guy and then it's like, Oh no, I don't want to work with him. He's crazy. Or, you know, I don't want to work with her. She's crazy. Or, um, no, they're in jail or they, they got, you know, they're out of the game. Um, and it's always fun when, when the, the one person they need is out of the game and they need to, they need to coax them yeah. back in. Um, you know, so, and, so that's always fun. And this is granted, this is, this is a little departure. This is not quite a heist, but when you're talking about when people you know have the butting heads and it reminds me of uh, the boys yeah. when Frenchie and mother's milk get together and mother's oh, milk is like, constantly. you know, Frenchie's not going to be here because I can't, I can't work with that motherfucker. Right. Right. And, and it, those type of, you know, that type of friction, because again, these people are all, you know, individualistic, you know, in the heist movies. So, you know, they're experts at whatever, you know, specialized skill set they have. So, you know, they have these egos, they're arrogant, all this stuff, they're combative. And I, I, that's, that friction is one of the things that makes for a great, just like Reservoir Dogs when yeah. they all meet. Oh yeah. And they're like, Hey, Hey, I want to be Mr. Brown or yeah. whatever. Why do I have like, to be no, Mr. Pink? <laughs> yeah this shit like that that's one of those that's another major part of the to a high yep absolutely 100 percent agree um all right so the next the next part is you have to make a plan right so they always they have a plan uh i, I like the ones where they draw the plan out on like a, a napkin or a piece of paper or something first yeah. to, <laughs> to kind of like show everybody uh like the way channing tatum's plan during uh during logan lucky logan lucky yeah. just makes me laugh because it's just right there on his refrigerator um <laughs> so for anybody to see um but no you come up with the plan and, and and the plan always like involves like scouting things out checking like you know making sure that you're getting uh your crew the things that they need and then they're asking for things that it's like what do you need that for and and going going on but then they they so they have the plan so now they have something to rob they have the people that they're going to do it. Now they have the actual plan for how they're going to get it done. And then we come to rule four. Everything changes and like something or something drastically changes. And, and well, their plan has to be thrown out the window. 
yeah, because what is it? No plan survives first contact with the enemy. Yep. So like it, that always happens. And like kind of going on into that, one of the it's not a height. I don't I don't know if you would call it a heist movie per se, but there's a, a major heist in it was uh, Mission Impossible uh, Rogue Nation. Yeah. When, where Tom Cruise has to um, infiltrate that, you know, that facility. Well, I mean, in Mission Impossible, he has in the first one, he has to. Oh yeah, in the first one, absolutely. Like I I don't, I don't call, I don't know if I call those heists, right? I think that's the that's a robbery that happened. Um, Well, but no, you're right. In in, in Rogue Nation, where he goes into the underwater um, computer vault. Yeah, that's yeah. And one of the things I like about that, or in other heist movies, where they talk about what could go wrong, and you actually Mm -hmm. see it play out. Right. Sometimes where it's like. Like with 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 um, Rogue Nation, it plays out how many different ways he can die. Right. But in some heist movies, it's how many different ways you know this can go belly up. Right. And right, right. you know you see, hey, we get caught by the cops, or this happens, or this alarm goes off because we didn't know about it. We so all die. Just that, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like every plan is going to get cocked up. So one yeah. way or another. So yeah. So the plane chant plan, the plane the plan changes. So then the next rule is you have to throw that plan completely out. That first plan. Yeah. Um. And then rule six is is make a new plan, and it's it's usually a rush. So like in the movie Takers, um, which did you watch? Did you get a chance to watch? No, I didn't get a chance. To oh, watch dude, it. you got it's on Amazon. Watch it, I should say. Uh oh, you've watched it before. Okay. So okay. one, it's the best cast ever in a, in a heist movie. Um, you've got Paul Walker, you've got Idris, you got Hayden, you've got uh, Michael Irbe, and you've got um, Ti and um, Chris Brown, um, and then you have Matt Damon and Jay, Matt Dillon and Jay Hernandez, um, which is great. But so you know you have to throw out your plan, and then you have to come up with something new. So like when they're you know kind of going through and and doing everything that they have to do. Um, you throw it out, you come it up. So then you make your new plan and you start, you, you know, kind of do that, but you're always under a new time crunch. Right. Cause like yep. things were moved up, things were moved back or, you know, uh, a guy gets out of jail and, and like in takers and comes to you with a, a job you can't pass up. Um, you know, and you have a, you have five days to do it when normally you wait a year in between heists. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think that's where you always like run into trouble. And I I watched Den of Thieves for the first time um this week, which I think you had seen before, right? Yeah, I saw it a couple months ago. So and I I I'll I'll wait till later to share my, my text to you after I saw after I finished watching it. <laughs> but um, you know, so you come with that new you come up with that new plan. And, and it's always different, but then it's time to kick off the heist and you just kind of got to go. And, you know, um, in, in a movie like, um, like Den of Thieves, it was really interesting because it wasn't just about the, the crew doing the heist. Um, it was a cops versus robbers, like spy versus spy type of a movie. Um, yeah. which was really quite, I found it quite interesting. I was a little bored at first. And yeah, uh, it, I, I'll be honest, I avoided it's time to get started. Yeah, but I avoided the movie because it was Drew, Gerard Butler and he doesn't have the greatest track record um, when it comes to picking movies. Are you talking about Gods of Egypt were, was awesome. Gamer. Like as much as I like Gamer, it's a bad movie. Um, oh, it's you know, terrible. It, it's, you know, the um, the uh, what was it? The the ones with the, the president 
where he's the Secret Service. Oh, the guy. the whatever has fallen movies. Um, yeah, are the, all stupid. Ain't the with the past the fallen movies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, hey, now they're awesome. Except the second one. I didn't like the second one. Okay. Well, but yeah, I'll, they're not great. They're not great movies. No, don't get me wrong. We'll, I like them, we'll but agree not great to movies. disagree on that. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um. Wait, is that is is he the one? Is Morgan Freeman the president in his movies, or was it uh is Aaron Eckhart? Because Channing Tatum did one like that, like Die Hard in the White House so, too. So no, Aaron Eckhart is the president for the first two, I believe. Okay, okay. And then Morgan Freeman is the president in the last one. Okay, cool. Uh, I haven't watched the last one yet. Um, so it's time to kick everything off, and so as yeah, things go, than the second one. Okay, cool. Um, so as things get into motion, right, um, you you get to kind of see them actually doing the things. And like in Ocean Eleven where they've kind of like, you know, played it out on screen a little bit as they're kind of walking through and casing the joint. Um, I think that's the 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 industry term, casing the joint. Um, the, the, the high starts to starts to happen and, and things things inevitably start off on a high note right everything's going directly to plan you know things are moving smoothly and then we get to rule number seven or rule number eight everything goes wrong yeah and honestly i should have put waited for this part like no plans you know surprise first contact with the enemy here yeah because that's when well this one too in yeah. the heist yeah and then you know like i said you know shit goes tits up and yep. <laughs> one, one, one of the examples of this, again, is, I wouldn't necessarily, I don't know if you would call it a heist or not, but it has some of the same elements was the, you know, the dirty dozen mm-hmm. movie. And when they are infiltrating, you know, the, you know, that camp for the Nazis or, you know, that party, Telly Savalas's character is the one that, and again, he's the one that screws everything up. Because oh, yeah. It's not always the enemy that screws it up. Sometimes it's something that one yeah. of the people, part of the high or the heisters do screws everything up yeah there's and someone on the movie, team who has an agenda that you know yes. is gonna mess everything up i have the dirty dozen on the list of uh heist movies um i, I think there are movies that cross multiple genres and that's probably one of them. right so um okay but yeah i love that movie i do too it's it's my favorite war it's my favorite war movie um so yeah okay so now you've kicked it off everything's gone wrong now you have to improvise a new plan and you know that's where that's where you get like the fun part of the heist movie like i'll go back to takers so like they they go to blow up the street and have the the armored car fall through and it it doesn't work and you have paul walker go into superhero mode where he runs down he takes out a (laughs) bunch of guards he gets in the follow car and then pushes it through and then follows it down like it was so fast and furious it wasn't even funny um, yeah, it was. But he totally improvised that, and and everything happened, and you know they go, and then you, you know, you get to the point where it's you're improvising as you're going. It's um, you know, it, it's just everything that you planned, like you said, was thrown out the window, and and you know the point of first contact with the enemy just yielded a tr- tr- uh, catastrophic failure. Um, but then you know everything's been improvised it looks like things are going well again but then it looks like everything's gonna fail right because you can never just have the heist be pulled off like um like in in den of thieves where uh um o'shea is uh or uh ice cubes kid 
you know, you think he's going to get get pinched by the uh, the guards because, you know, he delivered the cold uh, Chinese food. And you're like, oh, right. and he's the soft spot. And, you know, he's the one who's yeah. been talking to the police and, and all that. Um, but, yeah. But then, you know, we get to, to Rule 11. And there's, there's a Rule 11, uh, Part 1 and Part 2. So Part 1 is they pull off the heist at the last minute. And then Rule 12 is success. And then 11, Part 1, 11, Part 2 is uh, the, the plan fails at the last minute and everyone dies. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, and not it's not always everyone dies like people will get yeah. away but like dirty dozen for example yeah. almost everybody dies. oh yeah i mean like rogue one like rogue one yeah, is, rogue one, is, is a great dies. example where everybody dies because the plan kind of went wrong um you know they they were they weren't able they were you know thinking they weren't going to be able to get it out because of the shield but um yeah i don't know i think these are just fun rules to like to follow and and when you know how the structure of a, a good heist movie like i know you had asked if um 21 was a heist mm-hmm. and i it's not i i don't i don't, I don't yeah. think it's a heist um one the movie 21 is grossly flawed because um oh absolutely well, i i did watch it by the way i ended up watching it okay so it's based on a book by a guy named ben Meserick um called bringing down the house and in the book, so this really happened. A bunch of kids from MIT and a professor, they had a, they had a crew that would go out to Vegas and Atlantic City and, and they would count cards. And they had a whole system and, you know, they, they made a bunch of money. But, like, they weren't actually stealing anything, right? I mean, they were just cheating the system, which is why I, mean, I, so, I took it off the heist yeah. movie. But where well, the – oh, I, sorry, go ahead. So I, I would say it, has, it definitely has elements of a heist, but – in watching it, other than it, be, like you said, it being very flawed, mm-hmm. um, it has elements. But that just because something has elements of something doesn't mean it's necessarily a part of that whole. So this, yeah, absolutely, it's not a heist movie. Uh, but it, like, and the reason I said it had elements, like one of the things we were talking about, getting the quote unquote crew together, mm-hmm. you know, working on the plan, you know, seeing the plan, you know, you know, just go to shit. And what happens after that, you know, thinking you failed it. So it has elements, but yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't call it a heist movie, even though I've seen it on heist movies lists. Yeah. I wouldn't call it. A yeah. Heist I wouldn't either. Movie. So here, here's where the movie really makes me mad is in the book. They specifically talk about why they don't have white kids on the team. Yeah. And I didn't know that the either. team, the team is all, it's typically, they typically only recruit Asian kids to be on the team. Um, because if you're a white kid and you're in the casino and you're throwing around the kind of money that they throw around and, and the, the characters that they play when they're counting cards, it's really easy to look a white kid up and figure out like if they are who they yeah. say they are, right? If it's an Asian right. kid, you can be like, my dad owns whatever in Japan and blah, blah, blah. And there's there's yep. no way to verify that. Um, yeah. Even now, like even in the in the – I mean that movie's almost 20 years old, but like – even even at this point where um with the internet like it's still impossible to verify that um yeah. which which again like kind of i don't know it kind of it to- well 100% ruined the movie for me um but it was they were trying to make Jim Sturgis a star when that came out and that was just never going to happen no sorry sorry all. jim i mean you're you're fine you're you're great you're capable like, you're great you're, you're, you're a great character actor but leading yeah you know, like i mean the, hey i liked you in cloud atlas yeah like across the universe was just you know no no thanks um <laughs> anyway but yeah so so when when 
like a good example of uh, the heist getting pulled off at the last minute is something like um, Hell or High Water, right? Oh yeah, where I uh, love that movie. Where that's that was the best movie of 2016, hands down. I don't care what anybody says. Um, when when you know they 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 they're on the verge of failure, right? And then Ben Foster mm-hmm. kind of sacrifices himself. But right. Chris Pine, and Chris Pine gets away with it, but like not only does he get away with it, but like it's like he there's no there's no chance of it ever blowing back on him, and and you know Jeff Bridges is left like dang he I got got you know <laughs> yeah so um but that's a great example of a movie where like they picked a heist they picked something to rob they were robbing a bank they were robbing a specific bank um because the the bank had screwed their mom over and mm-hmm. they wanted the oil that was on their land but then when they when essentially what they did was they just took the money from the bank and gave it right back to them yeah or he i guess you know spoilers um it's a four-year-old movie um but yeah so i don't know i liked i liked your heist movie beats why don't you talk about that a little bit because this was a the fun thing. This was a fun thing you added to our Google Doc last night that I was like, "Oh, oh, you, you mean the heist movie beats?" Yeah. Okay. So, what one of the things I kind of mentioned earlier on was how you know when they're making the plan, they kind of go all, go through all these scenarios where okay, this is where it can go wrong. This is where it can go wrong, uh, and that's one of the things I like. So that's part of the improvised. I, I used. Uh, going hot heartbreak ridge on here i use that improvise adapt overcome that's one of the things you talked about in some of your um you know in, mm-hmm. in some of these rules but one of the things i like is when you you know they go over the plan but a lot of times in these movies you think you know what you're seeing but you don't um so they get that flashback to what really happened um an example of that in logan lucky when was when he said oh, when you know channing tatum's character says we let them see what we think we what, what we let them see what we want them to see and that's what the, a lot of times this this big switch is mm-hmm. again you think you know what's going on but right toward the end of the heist you get that flashback to what actually happened and where the switch occurred um and again that was one of those parts of 21 you know 21 used that as well Again, I already mentioned that compelling reason for a heist. Uh, it, it I, I don't like necessarily like the vanilla, hey, we're just going to rob a bank. Right. Um, I, I like something with stakes in the sense per, that makes it more personal. Gathering the team, that's always that's always so much fun. That's one of my the, my favorite parts of a heist is yep. gathering the team. Yep, always. It's because you have all these characters that are just, in some ways, you know, just crazy in their own way you know can't you know their social skills sometimes are just you know off off the pasture so i think a really good example of that is like heat right with um uh de niro and tom sizemore and val kelmer um and and the various people that they're already a crew we don't actually see that crew get built except for they bring the one guy in at the beginning who like you know oh yeah he's been vouched for and then he's the reason everything goes wrong for them yes um right and so yeah no i i like i love i love that part i like like you said like i think the the whole gathering the 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 different skills um and coming together is is always 
the most fun part of the movie before it gets into the actual like action. Um, and you have one more on here. Um, the uh, and this was kind of like you know I, I was just mentioned about the flashback to what happened, but also it, it's similar in a way. But like I said, the M Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah. Which it well will lead into your comments on Den of Thieves. So when <laughs> your first text. So when so I finished Den of Thieves and and when it turns out that uh um Ice Cube's kid is spoiler the, uh, yeah spoilers it's it's another four year old movie um that Ice yeah. Cube's kid is like actually the one who put all this together. Um, I texted Daryl and I said, wow, that twist made him night come in his pants um, <laughs> because <laughs> you didn't see it coming. No, at I, no I, point I, did they did. Was there a tip of the hat or, or tip of the hand to like saying, "Hey, this dude is the actual mastermind"? Yeah, like, and yeah, and a lot of times I, I am pretty good, and I try not to do this just because I just like getting caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Like not just you know heist movies, but just any type of movie. Like I like just getting caught up with the characters and not trying to think too much. But a lot of times, just out of hand, I'll I'll. I'll I'll see that you know, you know that clue, and I'll figure it out. Like in this one, I didn't. I I, I honestly was like, "Holy shit, that is pretty damn cool." I went back and watched again, knowing that, trying to find out like where 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 did they tip this off? Nowhere, no nowhere. Yeah. I mean that it was it was a it was a masterstroke. Um, and and it the the fun thing about it was it was actually organic. It wasn't like, you know, they threw it out there like, uh, oh hey, by the way, haha, um, this is what really happened because you have Pablo Schreiber's character, who you think is like just this badass former vet, like you yeah. know, who who's got it all together. He's got the plan, you know, and yeah, it was just it was really really neat and. Um, yeah, it was just and 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 then watching Gerard Butler's stupid face figure it out, you know, and yeah. and you know, and he I don't think he ever really actually figured it out. Um but then but then okay, so the there there is one thing when you go back and watch and it had to do with the garbage trucks and I won't spoil it. And and I remember like thinking thinking it was weird the way I think I know yeah, I know what you're talking about. The way that and happened I that up, and and, yeah, but it's like, but even going back and looking at it, it's like you just think it's part of what's happening. Yeah, because so. I remember that, and I was saying, I actually, I think I that's it. It went through my head like, okay, that's a little weird. But again, I just brushed it off and yeah. just went. You know, it wasn't one of those things where like I think this is going on. No, it was just you know how how you notice certain things. You're like, oh, that's weird, but you don't you don't put two and two together. And right? that's how it was with with that movie for me. Yeah, no, like I'm right there with you. Um, but it was it was such a it was such a cool twist that it made it made the slow start, um, really 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 worth yeah, it. Absolutely. The the payoff of of all the of all the movies, of of all the heist movies that I watched this week, um, that one had the best payoff, one hundred percent. Um. But anyway, all right. So, I mean, so that's what happens. I mean, that's a heist movie. That's how that's how they do it. That's that's the things you can expect. Um, and some of them differentiate or deviate from from the the formula a little bit here and there. And I think that's like he he definitely like deviates a little bit. Um, 
but Heat is definitely one of the all-time, like, all-time heist movies. So why don't we get into our faves, favorites. Um, All right. So you only wrote four, but I'm sure you have more than that. Um, Why don't you – all right. So we have – let's see. One, two. Oh, we only have two that are the same. All right. So the two that we have are the same, are The Town, um, the Ben Affleck one, and I want to hear why you like this one. Um, and then I'll tell you why I like it. Okay. So one of the, again, you're talking about the characters. One of the things I love about the town is, you know, the relationship between Aflac and uh, Jeremy Renner's character. First of all, I just love their dynamic. Um, and I love how in this movie, you know, Ben Affleck is the one he wants to, you know, he wants something more. And Jeremy Renner is like, he is like in this life, for good and I, I love that dynamic of their personalities and watching them kind of in, in you know mega powers impl- explode type of thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just those like i mean again there's other characters in here but just those two they make that movie for me and how they work together and how like you know with the fight you know uh, i can't remember where they you know fight outside where you know affleck is like i'm done with this shit i and then like Jeremy Renner's like, no, you're never done. And right, just, right, it's yeah. just a di- like the biggest thing, biggest selling point for me is the dynamic between them, those two. And don't get me wrong. I love the heist of, uh, you know, the Fenway heist and everything, mm-hmm. but those two characters, that's what makes the town such a great movie for me. Those two guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like, I like the two of them. I liked, uh, I liked Rebecca Hall in this a lot. Oh yeah. She was good. Um, yeah. Because she she got to a point where she kind of figured out what's happening, but then she she used it to make things better, right? She right. didn't she didn't just turn him in. Um, the way John Hamm was with her um, as the uh, FBI agent and everything, like he kept trying to get her to flip, but she didn't know anything. She she got to the point where she was suspecting something was weird, and then when uh, when when Ben went out of his way to to cover up for uh, for Jim, you know, like when he literally when he covered the fighting Irish tattoo um, oh, on was, his neck, when, that when was they one were, of the best. Yeah, and, and it was, was so subtle. Scenes. Um, yeah. I, I think this was Affleck's. Was this or Gone Baby Gone? Um, his directorial debut. The town was 2010, I think. I don't know. Remember. I think this was before Gone Baby Gone. I okay. think, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, Affleck just crushed this film from an acting Absolutely. standpoint, from a directing standpoint. It, it's beautiful. It's tight. The story is awesome. Um, it's based on a 2004 novel called The Prince of Thieves. Um, and, you know, it just it just reinforces why people shouldn't go to Boston. Um, yeah, and I was about to say, <laughs> and let's not forget the Southie accent. <laughs> the Southie. I can't even do it. So um, you gotta, I can't, I can't do my Oz like that. So um, I was about to say, I love the scene where he's like, he comes to Jeremy Renner. He's like, uh, you know, I need a favor from you and, and you can ask no questions about it. Right. And and it's like, okay. All right, let's go. (laughs) Let's do it. And then they beat the crap out of those guys. Um, All right. So then the other one is that we had in common is baby driver. Um, Oh my gosh. I love it. I absolutely love this freaking movie. So of the um, four, well, five Edgar Wright films, um, 
you have Sean, Sean of the Dead, mm-hmm. um, Hot Fuzz, World's End, uh, Scott Pilgrim, and then Baby Driver. Baby Driver is one hundred percent his masterpiece, and that's not agree. that's what. Hundred percent agree. Okay, yeah, because like, and that's not putting those other movies down. Like, no, it's not. No, he has not made a bad movie. Um, The World's End is probably the weakest of the Cornello trilogy, but it's still fantastic. Yeah, Um, it's so good. Yeah, but Baby Driver is, um, from my from my perspective, it's a masterpiece. It is a great heist movie, but then it is just a a masterclass in 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 cinema and in filmmaking. Yes. and it, it's your favorite category is sound editing. You love it. Like you're always, you're always <laughs> yeah. talking to me about sound editing, which makes yeah. me laugh. Um, like I imagine you, you sit, sit there with like at least half a chub when this movie is going on because of how good the sound editing is. It's kind of uncomfortable. Is. Like actually, so. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're like, Ooh, Oh, I'm, I feel weird. I'm, I'm all flush. Yeah. Why am I sweating? I, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I have to do that, you know, like, rolling around in my seat you know trying to get comfortable and everything like that <laughs> so oh that gunshot was to that drum downbeat oh oh yeah so oh my <laughs> yeah it, it's it's t- like that the speaking of yeah you know we're talking about the sound <laughs> but it's the way it marries you know the visuals you know and the visual actions with the sound and the music and the beats is such a is such technical mastery well there's uh, and that. a lot of people and then there's everything in the background Yes, yes, absolutely. And a lot of people, like, it, there's even things, you know, I've watched it, I don't know, five, six times now. And, like, it was funny, every time I watched it, I would pick up something new in the background yep. of what's going on that I didn't see before. Right. I mean, and, and, I mean, this is how all of his movies are. You, you, you get those, those little things in the background. Um, I know we're not necessarily supposed to like this movie because, like, you know, the cancel culture we live in and Kevin Spacey being canceled and I think Ansel Elford is – canceled or uh wait that's that's not yeah that's the name um i think he's canceled too now for some reason but like yeah this movie is just so stinking good um yeah and and yeah so all right yeah, and oh sorry god yeah i didn't mean to i was gonna say yeah i and i i don't like i i base i merit people on what they do on the screen you know and I couldn't care less about, you know, the cancel culture. Mm. Like if I like a movie, I like, if I like, yeah, I don't have to like the actor. No. Like there's a lot of um, MCU actors who I don't agree with a lot of stuff. They say, I don't care about that. Right. I care about how they are as Captain America or, you know, Bruce Banner. That's what I care about. Yeah. I hear you. Cool. All right. So uh, what else is on your list? So again, one of, one of the weirdest ones probably is Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And the time heist. It's a heist. A time yeah. heist. <laughs> I, yeah. No, how, how does he do it? He's like, time heist? <laughs> uh, back and, to the Future is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And this has all those favorite elements. Again, it's a compelling yep. reason why they're doing the heist. It's, you, know, is, you meet the cat. Well, is it? I mean, this is actually a heist where the bad guys are trying to stop the good guy. Well, considering everything, yeah, I that's debatable. That's actually really debatable now. You know, I'm I'm coming a, I'm coming around to your idea about I mean, that more. Thanos was 100 percent right in what he did. He made the world a better place. Um, the 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 environment was better. There were more mm-hmm. resources. 
hey, whales in a pod of whales and, yeah, you know, in, in the, the Hudson. Harbor. Yeah, it, it's it, it's just, you know, it, it, he made the earth more sustainable. Yeah, um, and I guarantee you there's no cancel culture. Yeah, you, you have to crack a few eggs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but no, um, and, and the fun part of this, too, like, is the teams that they put together and, 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 you yes. know, to get to your point, the, the special set of skills that they had to, uh, they had to interweave. Yeah. And one of the things I forgot to mention, uh, it was on one of, it was on my notes, but I didn't put it on the Google doc was you have to have that face guy mm-hmm. who is, you know, the mastermind between behind it all. And as much as oh, everybody yeah. works together in in game to kind of, you know, make the plans and all that stuff, Cap, you know, especially with his speech, he's the kind of like that face guy I'm talking about. Yeah. But like, I loved how everybody chips in. I love how, you know, um, Scar Joe's, you know, you know, not Scarlet Witch, but um, Black Widow is like, you know, if you pick the right year, there are three stones in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Hulk was like, shut the front door. Mm-hmm. But then you, again, you know, they, the plan goes along and then, then you know you hit the obstacles yeah and they have to work their way through the obstacles and all of those great elements of it and again it's it's a culmination of 11 years of great cinema and while it's not my favorite mcu movie Mm -hmm. it has some of my favorite moments and just i just love the whole heist at that time heist aspect of it yeah well i mean that's the fun thing about it right is it's the culmination of the spy thriller and the mm-hmm. World War Two period piece, and you know the uh, the techno whatever the the, the fantasy, yeah. you know the Asgardian yep. fantasy, yeah, you know, all this stuff. So, um, you know, it's the the political thriller behind the Civil War type, like you know type of thing. Yeah, no, that's awesome. All right, um, so one of the ones I have on here is it's one that I recently, not recently, I guess in the last like six or seven months, like watched for the first time and i've i've watched it a couple of times I, I think you might have noticed that on our shared hbo account before they went to max <laughs> um is widows um i it's directed by steve mcqueen it's uh viola davis and you know it's um um michelle rodriguez elizabeth becky um it is uh liam neeson um it's a really cool heist movie because this is one where um Liam Neeson has a has a crew and you know they all die um allegedly yeah and you know and then that's the, 12 12 B yep 12 B um his heist went wrong everyone died um so then the the person who they were like working for came to Viola Davis and like yeah now you you're responsible for all of this um so then she puts together a team of all the old wives of the people who didn't know necessarily know that their husbands or boyfriends were criminals um, to form a a team to pull off this heist. Um, And yeah, it's, it's just a really cool movie. It's got, I'm not going to spoil the twist at the end, but what's a twist, the twist, what's a twist. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's Colin Farrell's in this in a really good role. Robert Duvall is really, really good in this. who? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah. He is. Sorry. Um, I, I think I messed his name up, but yeah, I don't, I don't whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just a really, 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 really interesting and, and good movie. Um, 
but yeah, it, it, oh, Garrett Delahunt is also in this as well, and I love his character um, as as Bash, the the chauffeur. Um, but it it's it's a great it's a great like swerve on it. So whereas like Ocean's Eight was like, oh, this is all like girl power, femininity, blah blah blah, like SJW stuff out the wazoo. This movie was super diverse, had a great cast. It was female led. And at no point did Steve McQueen come out and be like, you know, this is a this this is a, you know, whatever signifier virtue signal yeah. movie. No, this is just a fucking good movie. And Steve, it Steve did the McQueen. Most, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. It did. It did the most important thing when we talk about, you know, society or um, movies, how they mm-hmm. try to virtue signal. It made the story the most important yep. aspect. Absolutely. Of the movie. So, um, you know, and and you know, this is Steve McQueen coming off of like twelve years. This is the movie he came off of 12, 12 years a slave. He directed, he wrote, he produced. Um, I don't know. Did you ever watch the movie Shame with Michael Fassbender? No, I have. I did not. He directed that one. Um, that's a that's a really interesting dark movie that I I would highly recommend. It has nothing to do with with heist or anything like that, but. Um, it's a very interesting role for Michael Fassbender, who is another actor who, at, at this point, I, I look at very leery when it comes to yeah. seeing his name on a call sheet. Um, he started off so promising. He did, because, you know, we'll fight in the shade. Um, Stelio! <laughs> all right, what's your uh, what's your next one? So, also, I have, again, this is uh, one of, the, like people say, one of their all-time favorites is Heat. And it's funny that Heat, for me, you know, I remember watching this in college mm-hmm. and I still remember the first time I saw the shootout scene and as, and again, I'll get into some of the other aspects of the movie, but that is the rubber. That is like the rubber stamp for me for this movie. Um, is heads that up. Shootout. You, you did you, oh, wait, you saw out. this in college for the first time? Like you didn't go to the theater. No, I didn't go. To oh, the theater Cause this theater. was, we were still in high school when this one came out. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I saw it. Yeah. I was okay, like, okay. Right when I was in college. Cool. So um, somebody rented it, but you know, when we actually rented videotapes. Yeah. Dude, we were at the theater like first night for this one. Like, yeah. I, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> so that the gunfight is the shootout is the one thing I all, always, always, always will remember about this movie, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like just this again, going with the sound. Yeah. <laughs> just, just that back and forth. But also, Speaking of back and forth, the back and forth between Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and like, you know, they're two characters. Again, it's kind of like Den of Thieves in that way. Mm-hmm. Or I would say Den of Thieves is kind of like this in yeah. that way, I should say. Um, and it's another example of, like you said, you know, the like when stuff goes belly up is because sometimes it's because of an unforeseen circumstance. Sometimes yeah. it's because of one of the you know, the, the part, the, one of the characters in the heist. Right. And yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about spoilers. And one of my favorite, yeah, this scenes is a 20 year old, 25 year old movie. Um, good grief. Yeah. Man. You're yeah. old. You're really old. And so one of the things <laughs> I'm ignoring that one, of the things, I do have like a single gray hair that, that I take out and it keeps popping up <laughs> like, I, I, uh, I'm starting to get the Reed Richards thing, um, but like not a lot, just a little. But like you know, I keep my you know I always keep my fade really tight. 
Um, yeah. So whenever my hair grows out a little bit, like it starts to, but like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have any gray on top yet. So. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I went to Muay Thai Thursday uh, afternoon and uh, my, my instructor, Nate, he was like, do you have a gray hair? I was like, yeah, it's just this, it's just this one little curly little bitch that yes. does not, I, I'll pull it out. And then a week later, it's like, Hey, you thought you got rid of it? I, I have but, a uh, gray hair. His name is Nate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I love this movie and I love that dynamic between, you know, the um, mm-hmm. like the scene where they're, you know, when they actually meet De Niro and Pacino and they're face to face and they're talking back and forth. It's such which, a well. Yeah. Which if I remember correctly, I think this is the first time they ever shared a scene. Yes. And in, in from what, what of all the movies they've been in together. Um, and when I was rewatching Heat, obviously for this, uh, and that scene came up. Haley actually had come down. I was like, "Here, you need to sit down. This is one of the greatest movie scenes of all time," um, because it is. Did she like it? Uh, she, well, I mean, it was completely out of context for her. But yeah. it's just like <laughs> well, yeah. it's like it's like just look at the craft. Like, look at like, like these are <laughs> at, at the time, or not at the time. I mean, these are two of the men who are considered to be the best like male actors, um, you know, in the history of cinema. No matter oh, how absolutely. far they've both fallen off in the last, you know, ten years, but you know, uh, but no, you're right. It the 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 diner scene is great, and to back to your 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 point on the shootout, just the iconic Val Kilmer, like with the machine gun, just methodically like moving them through um, the streets of downtown L.A. was, yeah. I I think that like. The thing that I mean, Michael Mann just did an amazing job, like framing him to look like the action hero, like he should have been. He should have been, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Continue. But yeah, it, it's again this movie, and you know, just the dynamic between the the um, you know the high the high squad, and you know, you know the whole Al Pacino, you know, chasing these guys down is what I remember. And mm-hmm. it, 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 it almost comes second to the, you know, that massive shootout. Yeah. Oh but yeah. But it's the core of the movie. And that's what I love. You know, the shootout is that, you know, the peacock feathers, if mm-hmm. you will. But the heart of the movie is, you know, the interpersonal relationships yeah. of the movie of everything that goes on. Yeah. And I just want to, I, I, I'm going to, I just want to read this cast that's in this movie. Right. Oh yeah. You have De Niro, you have Pacino, you have Val Kilmer, you have Ashley Judd, Amy Brenneman, uh, Tom Sizemore, Natalie Portman as a little kid when she could still act, John Voight, <laughs> Ted Levine, Bubba Gump, uh, President Palmer from 24, Dennis Haysbert. You have William <laughs> Fitcher. You have Hank Azaria. You have Danny Trejo, uh, Trejo uh, Henry Rollins, Xander Berkeley, Tone Loke, Jeremy Piven. I mean, it just goes on. Like, Good grief. This is, That's this insane. Is a, this is a murderer's row of, of, of actors and actresses who just – crush everything in this movie and and i think i think that's why this is such a special film yeah it's i mean again this is like there people use iconic and classics a lot and a lot of times they'll use it they don't use it the right way you know everything is great and everything is all no everything is awesome uh but This is iconic. Absolutely. This is an iconic 100%. movie. Yep. This is a classic movie. This is a great movie. And mm-hmm. and I don't like using those, you know, I don't like using those words, you know, lightly. I don't like using those lightly. You don't like being high, will, uh, hi- hyperbolic about it? Nah, no, nah, not at all. Um, 
even though I think The Happening is one of the worst movies in the history of the world. Oh, The, ha- the Happening is iconic because it's so bad. Yeah. So anyway. Absolutely terrible. But yeah, uh, like this movie is all those things. Great, a classic, iconic. Yep. It's just, that's all you need to say. That's yeah. all that, you know. Cool. I'm out on that. That's all I that's why I want to finish with those. Nice. With all movie. right. So my next one is um Hell or High Water. Which we and talked about. We talked about one. a little yeah. bit. Uh it's directed by David McKenzie. It came out in August of twenty sixteen. Uh I will say when like this movie was the one I was looking most forward to that summer. Um mainly because I I love Chris Pine in these kind of roles. Um and I also am a big fan of Ben Foster, but I mean, just wow, just wow, wow, wow. This, this movie, it is, uh, it's small. It, it's, th- this is the beauty of it. Like he seems like a very big movie, right? Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. The town is a very big movie. Uh, baby driver is, is, is a relatively big, like, you know, there's a big universe there. This is a very small film. Like, Thinking, thinking like a, of like an MCU comparison, right? This is like Iron Man one or Ant Man. It, it's very self-contained. There, there's not a lot of the mm-hmm. world outside of this. Um, right. I could see like, I could see David McKenzie definitely has a, a, um, a little bit of like a Hitchcock vibe to this film, right? You we're mm-hmm. very the way he shoots it. We're very much like in the scene as as voyeurs, which which really helps you connect. Um. But again, this is another one of those movies that had like a killer cast. Um, Chris Pine, Jeff Bridges, Ben Foster, Gil Birmingham, Katie Mixon. You know, it's it just kind of all all actors, Kevin Rankin, um, all actors who are are really just like great character actors who got a chance yeah. to shine. Um, and, and like, you know, I, 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 I Jeff Bridges is considered a leading man. Chris Pine is considered a leading man. It, they're in that Brad Pitt vein where they are, they are character actors who just are really, really handsome men. Um, and you know, the more you see them in, in roles like these, the, do, the better they are. Yeah. Do you remember, did you ever see the movie smoking aces? Oh God, that movie is awesome. It, it like, is, it is an acid trip of, of craziness, but yeah. yeah. Chris Pine as the lead trimmer brother. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he that's one of the examples, you know, just looking at stuff of what Chris Pine has done. Yeah. And, and, and again, a lot of the, a lot of people think of the tent pole movies he's done with star star mm-hmm. Trek or, you know, Wonder his role Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, but he is such a diverse and I just love him as an actor, you know, with, with something like this, with something like smoking aces, or hey, hey, you know, my, one of my guilty pleasures. Uh, this is war, or this means war. Dude, uh, I love that movie too. So, like, it, I don't, I, I don't call that a uh, a guilty pleasure because I think that's actually a really good movie. Yeah, um, it's, but like him in this movie, like again, I, I go back to the dynamics and you know the relationship between characters, like the relationship between you know him and Ben Foster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I mean, the, this, the way I, he I connects. The way he connects yeah. with with his co stars on screen um, is is really good. Uh, Kevin Kevin Durant from uh, Smoking Aces, you know, who yeah. was always uh, a a little weirdo. Like he he got a lot. He was the youngest trimmer brother. He got a lot out of him. But I mean, like you look at like things that Chris Pine has been in. Um, you know, he was in the Princess Diaries movie, uh, the second one. Um, 
he was in a oh, movie. I forgot about that. He was in a movie called Bottle Shock about being a a, a winery, uh, having a vineyard in California and competing against French. You know, with um, uh, Alan Rickman is in it. It's actually a pretty good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's it's things like that. Unstoppable with Denzel. Yeah, um, is right. great. Uh, he's he's a lot of fun and horrible bosses too. Um, you know, it, it, it's just. Yeah, um, the Outlaw King. He was actually Outlaw King, where he plays Robert the Bruce, is actually a very. I still haven't. I still haven't watched. That uh, it's yet. a very. It's that. a very interesting movie. I'm not going to call it good, but it, it's interesting. And it's well worth watching. But okay. you know, when when it comes to when it comes to to this movie in particular, he just. I mean, he steals every scene. He you you feel when he's in peril, you'll feel for it. When you know he's doing something like. You know, you kind of question his 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 methods from time to time, but at the same time, it's like you root for him, and he's the bad yeah. guy. So yeah, and that's when a movie does its job is when it allows you to sympathize with a, a character that is really the bad the bad guy. Yep. You know. Yes, sir. Like that is it's and again, I would get in The Last of Us too, which that story fails miserably <laughs> at doing that. But anyway. Uh, I had to get a dig. At yeah, I game, know, I know. But. All right, so I have one more, and this is my favorite heist movie, hands down. Takers. <laughs> we talked about it a little bit. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, I, you know, one. It, it's got my boy Paul Walker, who you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, it, it's it's just one of those. It's one of those things. But I mean, this is another one with an amazing cast. It's. Matt Dillon, oh, yeah, Paul you Walker, just went over it. Yeah, yeah, just going. Um, funny thing. So when this movie came out, it was right at around the time that Chris Brown and, and Rihanna had had their dust up. I think is yeah. is um a way to put it. Uh, and I didn't know who Chris Brown or Ti Ti were. Um, and so I just assumed Ti was Chris Brown, and Chris <laughs> Brown was was Ti because it's like. Um, Jesse was such a likable character the, who Chris Brown played. Yeah. It's like, wow, that guy's a good actor because he's a monster. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say this. Um, th- I think this was T.I.'s first role. I will watch anything that that guy's in. Yeah, I, I, I love him. Like his him in the Ant-Man movies too. Um, yeah, he was that. He played himself like in a episode of uh, in the Entourage movie. Um, but no, I, I really like it when T.I. shows up in things. Um but no, this is just a really good one because it's a group we 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 come into the movie in the midst of a heist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um where they're robbing a, a bank and and they're going through and the first thing they do is they rob this bank and then they steal a news chopper. Uh a new a news uh TV station's news helicopter. And it's so funny because they go through and and as the other news channels are are coming in to to cover it channel 14 is going the other way and and they're like look at that channel 14 going the wrong way that's why their ratings are down <laughs> completely oblivious to the fact that like the the bank robbers are making off with millions of dollars um but no this is just a really good one i i really i mean i really like paul walker in this i really like the the idris elba story because he's the part that goes wrong um with his sister she's she mm-hmm. keeps um she uh keeps getting out of like, you know, breaking out of rehab, essentially. Um, Marianne John Baptiste, who is a fantastic actress. I really like her. Um, she's always really good, but you know, it, so when it, it comes to that, like he's got 
this heist that they're trying to to take off in in five minutes or five days where it it's totally against their rules so you know they're bound to fail um and then at the end you know half of them survive not even um a lot of them die a couple of them live i won't tell you who because you need to go watch it um but yeah, and this was uh, what year was this one? Two thousand ten. So I mean, you know, Hayden Christensen is great in this movie as AJ. Um, yeah, he gets to have a badass fight scene where he's fighting three Russians um, and just kicking the shit out of them, and it was and it was believable, right? It wasn't like oh, like this skinny little guy with all his tattoos, you know. It was they 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 took they took a, a group. So I'll, 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 um, so like the one, right? The one is a movie that on paper should have been amazing. This movie nailed the execution in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's my favorite heist movie. Um, (laughs) and I watch it regularly (laughs) throughout the year. So, uh, but yeah. All right. So we put together a list, um, and this is not an all inclusive list and, um, Vulture actually put a list together, the 25 best heist movies, um, right around the time Oceans 8 came out. Um, and so most of our things are on here. We left some some of their list off just because, you know, we just did. But uh, so like Den of Thieves, Inception. I think Inception is a fantastic heist movie. Um, yeah. It's Chris Nolan's second best film behind Memento. Uh, the movie In Time with Justin Timberlake and, and Amanda Seyfried's. Um, I think is that how you say her last name? Cipher, uh, yeah, Cipher, yeah. Um, it's a movie literally about stealing time. Uh, yeah. so uh, and I think it's highly underrated. Matt Bomber has a has a little cameo in it that kind of sets everything in motion. Uh, we talked about Gone in sixty seconds already. Logan Lucky, um, is great, and I I, I was ashamed of myself when you you texted me about the the prison riot, um demands and i was like what are you talking about <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um because i hadn't watched i hadn't rewatched it yet but there's a there's a prison riot that they set up in that movie and uh they demand to get uh winds of winter winds and, of winter and a song dream of spring, of spring. Or dream of spring um <laughs> in the library and they're and uh dwight yokum who is the warden is like they haven't been written yet and they're like bullshit we just we 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 read about it on the internet and they're like no the tv show is past the and it was really funny uh now the national treasure movies are good heists uh the italian job is a really good heist movie uh now you see me i don't know did you ever see that one? Oh yeah yeah i saw that's a good yeah, one. I, think I saw both of them. The yeah. second one, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Second one's not that great, but first one I really yeah. liked. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, Die Hard, great heist. Um, and then we, I've, I've got three uh, Guy Ritchie movies in a row here: Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which I think to this day is still his best film. Snatch and The Man from Uncle, all fantastic heist movies. All, all great. Yeah, I um, love all of those. I, all I, three of those. I feel like Snatch is a little bit of a remake of um of Lockstock with just a little little extra put in there um you know with a little extra star power but mm-hmm. they're both they're they're both still really good um you know uh Triple 9 which I haven't watched that one yet um yeah that's on that's on Netflix and then Triple Frontier which on is, Netflix is on well. Netflix Rogue One obviously uh Code 8 
is a great heist movie where they're trying to steal the drugs to sell back to the people. And then I have the Dirty Dozen on there as well. And I mean, this, like I said, is not an all-inclusive list. You had talked about Six Underground as a heist movie. Uh, and I, I just kind of want to end on this one. Uh, I watched Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds. I think it's a Michael Bay. Did Michael Bay direct it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I still have no idea what happened in that movie. I love when you said when you sent me that text. Like, like I have no idea what's going on. I, I had no clue. Like you know, at, at one point, like Dave Franco died, and I just must have forgotten about it when they were trying to add new people to that crew. Um, Ryan Reynolds is great in that movie. He's great. He's does what he does. But as far as the story goes, it's like, um, yeah, I, I mean, what were they trying to steal? Can I be honest? Like I don't Right? That that that's right? a movie that you get you honestly I you honestly get lost in you know the pomp and circumstance of of the Michael Bayness of it all. Yeah, of the Michael Bayness, yes. And the actual plot is Yeah, dude, I can't help you right there. Like uh, it's just Wait, did you say there was a plot to it? I mean, if you want to get technical, yes. Um now, if you want to get specific, I can't help you with what it was. Yeah. Uh, it was like, you know, you just take a bunch of colors and and then throw it like, you know, a monkey and you throw it on, you know, on the canvas and you get what you get. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's not fun to look at, but uh, uh, as um, far as coherence. Yeah, there's none. Yeah. None. Um, I, I did like the parkour guy. Um, yeah. You know, he was kind of cool. But yeah. All right. So this vulture list, uh, I'm going to go through this because I, I'm I'm going to go. It's so 25 to one. Um, and there, there, there's some really weird, um, ordering to, to, to this list that they have here. Um, so 25, they have baby driver mm-hmm. at 24. They have the town at 20. Well, that, yeah. That's yeah. Okay. At, well, 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 so, at, so when I get to 20, we'll talk about like, we'll maybe we'll do now. We'll just do the whole list. Uh, 23 yeah, is the, the 23 is the original Italian job. Um, and um, 22 is Fast Five. 21 is Logan Lucky. 20 is Ronin, which is a fantastic movie. 19 is Bottle Rocket. That's Wes Anderson's first movie with uh, Luke and Owen Wilson. Um, Sexy Beast, the Ben Kingsley movie, is number 18. I, I really don't understand how that even made it on this list. Inside Man, the Spike Lee movie uh, with Clive Owen, is number 17. Number 16. I just watched. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just watched uh, Inside Man the other day. That's I, a good I, movie. I forgot, I meant, it's a really I, good movie. I, was, I forgot how good that was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 16 is A Fish Called Wanda, um, which is very funny. I, I don't know if I'd put it on the top 25. Anyway. Uh, number 15 is The Bank Job, another Jason Statham movie. I think this was a direct-to-video one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember this. All right, this is where you're gonna throw something against the wall. Number fourteen is Heat. So, wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so what's uh, number 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 thirteen okay. is Dog Day Afternoon, which okay, it's a great bank robbery okay. movie. It's a good heist movie. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's in the top fifteen, but whatever. No. Uh, the Usual Suspects is number twelve. Uh, I purposely left that off this list because one. I- I think is a shit movie. Um, two, uh, Bri- Brian Singer calls his shot really early in that film, and if you're not See, paying attention, 
you know it, there's it's, two things yeah sorry good i don't i don't I, I love that movie granted i haven't i probably haven't seen it in like 10 years um but I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to put that on the list of heist movies either. So yeah. that's why I, I left it's that not that was... really a heist. It's a caper, but I wouldn't call yeah, it a heist. Yeah. Um, okay. It number... does have some oh, of the, sorry. yeah, yeah. No, no, it no, does no. have some, of, it has some of the beats, yep. but like we mentioned, it doesn't, that doesn't mean it's a heist. So yeah, it's more, it's more of a caper with people being manipulated by to think they're Kaiser doing a heist. Yeah, exactly. Where it's really, they're just all being set up to get killed. Um, yeah. Okay, number 11 is the 1990 uh, Quick Change, the Bill Murray movie. Um, and the people of Ultra said that this is their favorite Bill Murray movie. So right there, that really makes me question. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is Reservoir Dogs. Number 9 is Three Kings. Again, I don't really think of Three Kings as a heist. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. It's a great movie. Um, yeah, Spike Jones, I like the movie. Uh, kills it as the director. and. You know, it's got Ice uh, Ice Cube and George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg, and they're all awesome. Um, the Sting, the 1973 movie, uh, where, again, I I think that's more of a cop movie and less of a heist movie, but whatever. Uh, Jackie Brown, which I still to this day think is Quentin Tarantino's worst movie. Um, I don't like that movie. As uh, number that's number seven. Number six is Out of Sight. The uh, the George Clooney, uh, Jennifer Lopez. Again, not really a heist. Um, more of a cat and mouse, but whatever. The uh, Inception is number five. Uh, the 2000... Oh, wait. Um, yeah, the 2001 Ocean's Eleven is above the, the Frank Dean and Sammy one. That, so they have the remake as number four. Um, Rafifi, the 1955, um, was actually a really good movie. Uh, I don't think it's number three. Uh, number two is Bonnie and Clyde, which I talked about a little bit earlier with um, Faye Dunaway and, and Warren Beatty, which is a great movie if you haven't watched it. And then number one is the Stanley Kubrick, The Killing. Um, what? Yeah. So they they, they call this uh, the greatest heist film ever. Um, and it says, after all, the perfect crime needs perfect cl- perfect planning. But the, the, the killing is it, it's OK. Right. Like. I'm my favorite Stan, Stanley Kubrick movie is a clockwork orange. Right. Um, I think the killing along with the rest of his filmography um, meanders a little too much to make it worthy of number one on any list. Um, how heat is not number one on this list is really strange. Uh, I think the town Logan lucky and Baby Driver are all top 10 heist films. Absolutely. I think yes. Ronin is probably a top 10 heist film. Bottle Rocket, why I love that movie, does not deserve to be on this list. Um, Sexy Beast doesn't deserve to be on this list. Inside Man is probably should be in the top 15. A Fish Called Wanda should move out of the top 20. That That's probably the one I would have done is like 25. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bank Job wouldn't have been on this list. Shouldn't be on this list at all. Dog Day Afternoon is probably perfect at number 13 there um usual suspects needs to come off this quick change needs mm-hmm. to come off this um three kings needs to come off this list the same with the sting yeah. um and jackie brown yeah. shouldn't be on a top 25 list not of a, anything of any um, kind no. and out of top sight. 25 disappointments yeah, maybe there but... you go and uh out of sight needs to come off of this list so yeah like, out of sight number six yeah and and now To be fair, this was written in June of 2018. So this isn't like a a very, like, you know, this isn't a 
an updated list, but but wow, I mean, wow, I mean, what 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 are your what what is your reaction to as I've I've read this uh, crime now, against humanity to you? Yeah. <laughs> the, now the po- the positive are is there are a lot of movies that should be on that list, like just in general. Absolutely. The ordering of that list to call it suspect mm-hmm. would be would be you know to call you know the the men's basketball team 1972 when they got screwed that would to call it just an official's oversight i I feel like chucky from um big will hunting is sitting with his socks hanging out of his pants that are too short for him yelling at this list saying you suspect (laughs) yeah you know what make me feel better two hundred dollars in my pocket right now (laughs) yeah yeah that 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 list is as far as the placement of these movies is total shite oh yeah as Cassidy would say from yep. Preacher, it's shite. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it, it, there are a lot of movies on there I would have on there. There, there are only a few, and there's a couple I have. I granted I haven't seen. Yeah, uh, some I haven't seen in ages, like The Sting. I don't know the last time I saw that movie. The Sting is a really good movie, but again, yeah. it's not a heist. Like anywhere, anything where the cops are the like you know like like involved like that, it's not a heist, right? You yeah. Know? So. So yeah, like that list is rubbish. Yep, rubbish, straight shite, like you said. Yeah. Anyway, all right. On that note, that's a heist movie, man. Yeah. So now we got to plan our own heist. Um, and I think our own heist will will be breaking into Twitter and shutting, destroying it. it. <laughs> yeah, man. If I just had. If I had like access to a computer virus or a worm that could do that, <laughs> I absolutely would do that. Like, I, and I wouldn't feel bad about it. I would feel proud about it. Yeah, I would feel like like the guy who leaked again. I'm going to The Last of Us Two, who leaked the story beats of The Last of Us Two, you know, to the world. I would feel proud like that guy. Did All you? Heroes did you get it? Capes. Did you get The Last of no, Us? No. Oh hell no! I oh. did. Okay. I, just, I actually just I just watched play like two separate playthroughs of it. Then why are um, why are there people online saying like it's awesome and it's great? And, okay, know. from there there okay there are certain things that are unquestionable. The the actual technical aspects of this game is are unquestionably just brilliant. The from the the sound to the voice the voice acting as bad as I think the story is mm-hmm. the voice acting is incredible. Cool. The visuals are incredible, and I can't now. The one thing I can't say about it is because I haven't played it. I don't know how the I, I watched the play mechanics, but I still haven't played it. So I I can leave those alone. Granted, the first Last of Us, I wasn't a huge fan of those type of play mechanics. Not that I didn't well, like it, but I'm gonna have a hot take for you. I didn't like the first Last of Us game, which is why I didn't uh, finish it. Uh, well, that that's it was okay. that's it fine. was boring. I just didn't care for it. And like you and, said, and, it was hard. Like the the mechanics weren't hard; they were just clunky. Yeah, and and I from a couple people, you know, I have different people saying they like the new mechanics, mm-hmm. which is it wasn't different enough. But the problem is the story of yeah. this one. It tries to be smart, and it just it just completely it just completely first it does a disservice to the first game, yeah. which. Games like this, people say, well, you haven't played it. No, a game like this, you don't have to play it to tell me, for me to say the story is shit. Mm-hmm. Because I watched the story play out on two on two separate streamers play out. 
So I know how the story is. I know the context for everything. And it sucks as a game. From a technical aspect of the story, yeah. if you're breaking down story from a technical aspect, it is shit. Absolutely. And there's, I don't think that's, a, that's objectively, it's bad. Like how they do things and, you know, how it's, you can like it. That doesn't, I'm not saying that somebody can't like it, but I'm saying from a technical story aspect of crafting a story, they do a shit job. Yeah. Um, that, that doesn't mean like, it's just like a movie that's a terrible movie. Doesn't mean the acting is bad. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of examples of that. Like, where let, let's talk about the, the last Jedi. Like, you know, like, uh, yeah. Rose, um, Kelly Marie Chan is is a fine actress, right? It's not yeah. her fault. Rose was a bad character. It was yeah, strictly on the writer director there. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all right, anyway. cool. Yeah. Well, that's it. Now, I'm, now I think I'm gonna watch a couple of these movies that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, I. Uh, what was Triple Nine? So Triple Nine was um, I'm trying to think of who's. I, I know uh, Daryl was in it. Um, Norman Reedus. Oh, I'm uh, out. I'm out. I'm not a Norman Reedus fan. He he's he's the same character in everything he's been in since the Boondock Saints. Well, you won't you. Not to give spoilers away, um, you won't be distracted by him. Okay. Let's just put it that way. Okay. So cool. Uh, so like he dies Casey, really early. Casey, nice. So like Casey <laughs> Affleck is in it. Oh, um, right. I like Casey Affleck. Chiwetel Ejiofor, Anthony Mackie, Aaron oh. Paul, Woody Harrelson, Kate Winslet, yeah, I Gal canceled, Gadot. I canceled Aaron Paul. Michael Kenneth Williams, <laughs> Teresa Palmer, <laughs> Clifton Com- Collins Jr. Ooh. So, okay. So, it's, it's a really good cast. This is a really yeah. good movie. All right. Um, I might, so, I, you canceled I'm, I'm, who? <laughs> Aaron Paul. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I, we're not getting into it. We're not, we're not yeah, getting into no, it. Yeah, no, we're not. No. All right. Anyway, but, on, on that note... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just check it out. It's on Netflix. Though. Yeah, I think it's still on Netflix. Yeah, I, it is. I remember seeing it, so I, I didn't okay. realize it was a heist movie until uh, you added it to the list. So yeah. All right. Well, on that note, guys, thanks for listening. Oh, I forgot. Thanks to our uh, patron Julian Brown. Uh, join him on Patreon.com/slash/InfusPodcast. Get early access to episodes. You get there's different tiers. You can just follow along. Um, we have a goal of $200 a month so we can uh, upgrade our our systems and, and whatnot. And uh, hopefully when everything opens back up, Daryl and I can start going to comic book conventions or pop culture conventions, yeah. I think. That's the more accurate term. But, yeah, so help us out there. And, uh, yeah, so any last words, bud? Nope. I, just check, I would just say check out some of these movies on this list. Uh, again, like – they're just like some of these are just some great movies yep. to sit down on a Saturday or Sunday night or whenever during quarantine. And just, yeah. And just lose yourself in them. Yeah. It's, again. So yeah. As the second I, wave I, of COVID hits, here's your, your playlist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. This podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, with new episodes out every Sunday. You can find more information about the show online at infamouspodcast.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at infamouspodcast. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcasting app. If you're enjoying the show, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash infamouspodcast for our new tiers and rewards. 
DMFS Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Brian Tudor, with music provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. You can find me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Brian Tudor. So whenever you're listening to the show, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Later.